0: you're listening to the bingo hall boys my name is jake and joining me is my co-host mitch what's going on buddy
1: oh man, it's uh that
0: was a really good dynamite. I know. I we've reached a point now where it's like we've had three months straight of just banger dynamite episodes, and there's like no duds in there. So it's just like I'm I'm kind of waiting for like the next episode that's a dud. <laughs> and our like our little circle is just like, man, I don't know. I'm not really feeling dynamite. And then another fucking four months of bangers. <laughs> So what else? We'll we'll get we'll get there later. What else is going on with you, bud?
1: Oh, we got back with a track meet off in Edmonton over the weekend. Um, that's in Canada. <laughs> I Always feel the need to clarify, even with the major cities, because apparently uh, that's not a thing a lot of Americans know sometimes. But I well, am a hockey in- team, but uh, it, right. it went to uh,
0: the Oilers. Um, so yeah, besides not seeing the Oilers play, uh, how was uh, how was the indoor meet?
1: That was really good. And actually, funnily enough, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to, but there is an Oilers game going on the next time we go to Edmonton for a meet. <laughs> it
0: just it just dawned on me. Uh, I was on the AEW ticks to kind of look at the timeline of everything to see, like, what big shows are coming up and everything. The week after the birth of my son, Dynamite's coming to town. And I was like, ah, <laughs> ah. You guys couldn't do that, like, into February or something? <laughs> so, yep. It'll be worth it. But, uh, yeah, that was that was my one thing where I was just like, yeah, 2023 is going to be year of the, the concerts and sporting events that I want to <laughs> go to. And it's just like, well, I mean, does my son need to hear? Like, he can lose his hearing. and Like, it's worth it, right?
1: They have little, little headphones you can get for them that protect their heads.
0: Not now that Brandy's gone the something culture it they don't they're not there anymore anyway so what else has been going on
1: i'm uh, just working on uh getting all studied up. i'm gonna finally get uh i've been meaning to do this for years i'm gonna finally get around to getting my certified strength and conditioning specialist designation hey. done so i figure it's i've been doing that stuff enough for free for all the track kids for years and years, I may as well start doing it for some other people and making a bit of side cash off it. So, Yeah, hey, dude, make them shekels. Yeah, I got some more letters behind the name. Letters yeah. More than a master's degree. So,
0: <laughs> more letters mean more dollar signs, dude. So, what does that process entail? Like, is it like a lengthy thing or is it just kind of testing?
1: Uh, it's basically just one, one test. You go around right oh. for it. I, based on the criteria, I'm thinking it's going to be about like a four or five hour test. Like, it looks like it's. Sure it's a lengthy one, but yeah, it's, there's, it's just straight up, write your test, get your license. Uh, That
0: sounds like a good testing process.
1: Yeah. I mean, it covers a lot of different bases, like looking at the criteria for it and the stuff that's going to be on it. You, you can't fake your way through it for sure. So that's a good thing, but just more, more letters. So.
0: So as as cool as that is, I've got to ask Mitch, have you watched scream five yet
1: Still haven't. what the
0: fuck man one of my siblings texted me he's like when does the new scream movie come out and i was just like ah shit i'm gonna have to talk about this to mitch like i know next i saw the month.
1: preview and i'm super excited for that too <laughs> like, i haven't even seen the last one and i'm still hyped <laughs> I don't know who's alive, who's dead, nothing. <laughs> You're, you don't
0: know any of the new people. <laughs> no,
1: I don't. And I don't give a shit. I'm still excited.
0: <sighs> oh, man. Uh, all right. You want to jump into the show?
1: All righty. Let's do it.
0: Uh, let's see. All right. Who's doing what? Do you want to run through show notes and host, or do you want to react?
1: Oh, let's give me reactor duty tonight. Okay. I'm feeling all ranty. Right. Let's go. <laughs>
0: Well, in that case, this is going to be a doubly long episode because I am always down to rant. Um, (laughs) We'll start here. Uh, WrestleMania weekend looks dire. Um, Everyone's running the Globe Theater except for PWG, which I'm kind of like, I get, but at the same time, it's like... I don't know. It seems like a wasted opportunity. What do I know? Um, The newest act... I think DDT has it first and then uh, impact and new Japan are going to run it on Thursday, March 30th. The show is titled multiverse United only the strong survives. So, uh, yep. Uh, let's see. Besides Marvel dorks naming the name of the show. Um, the only other news that we have are three matches. Josh Alexander is going to be facing Kushida. Jeff Cobbs facing moose. And Will Ospreay versus Mike Speedball-Bailey.
1: I mean, Speedball-Ospreay is going to be a better match than anything else on WrestleMania weekend, so that's As long cool. as it's better
0: than the last Ospreay-Bailey match, which was a pretty big bummer. I was super let down by that last year.
1: Fair. I, I don't think we have to worry about lightning striking twice. Nah. Alexander Kushida is interesting, but they've already had Kushida on Impact, so I don't know. It's less, less exciting. Jeff Cobb and Moose is kind of meh. I really like Moose's theme. That'll never get old. It's a fucking banger, man. It's great, but I'm not super hyped about that. But it is interesting that they're doing the the joint show that weekend, so.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised we didn't get like a multi-person announced. They announced some other t- names that'll be there, but it's all like uh, like the Chris Bays. And,
1: mm-hmm. The typical.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be a fine show. Um, as of now, the only show I'll be watching, or the only two shows I'll be watching will be Ring of Honor and then this. Uh, maybe one of the spring break shows. If they put together a decent enough card. I mean, it used to be fun. Who knows? Um, but yeah, PWG not running this weekend. Kind of feels like a, a missed opportunity, but...
1: I mean, it's not like we could watch it anyways.
0: No, yeah, we can just wait six months. So yeah, that's great. Uh, all right, I'm going to introduce the next thing and then toss to you because you promised me in the DMs a rant. Um,
1: we Rants, I believe. Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's get into it. Uh, it, It's kind of nice to be able to just introduce and then sit back. I'm kind of jealous of you this whole time. I normally rant and rave until my uh, throat sore. Um, Monday night, Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman cut a really good promo. And it looks like we're looking right past the next premium live event, right at the main event of WrestleMania night. Two, whatever. Sorry, WrestleMania goes Hollywood night two. Um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna open the floor to you. Um, where are you at right now with the whole Cody Rhodes bloodline thing now that we, uh, we actually know the track that we're on?
1: Okay, so the first thing I gotta rant about is totally Cody Rhodes. Um, the promo was it was a good promo, there's nothing wrong with it. It's the same shit we heard in AEW. There is no difference to this. If you've heard one Cody Rhodes, my daddy promo, you have heard every Cody Rhodes, my daddy promo. And this one was no different. So when I see the narrative becoming, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. Holy shit, Cody Rhodes is a genius. People are saying that? You can guess which crowd, but... Well, yeah. (laughs) It's... They're also going to get tired of it in a month because it's the only promo he knows how to Well, no, second to only promo he knows how to cut, but I don't know how he's going to... Well, he can probably fix racism in this. I was going to say, how is he going to
0: cure life. racism a second time?
1: I mean, like, they tried. They got Sammy in the bloodline and got some diversity in there, but then they booted <laughs> him out, so I guess it's up to Cody to save the day now and put an end to that, uh, that monarchy. But the promo itself was just fine. Um I wasn't very into it at all. I heard everybody raving about it and went to check it out. Because I really like Cody Rhodes, I do. Um Paul Heyman did a good job with it. I liked him in it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Paul Heyman's character. Like also I see the gifs, I see the things people post on Reddit of, you know, Paul Heyman like shaky faced and like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's like, dude, like it's a it's a Far fall from the Paul Heyman that uh, I was a fan of. Um, but he uh, he had a, a good one-liner against, you know... It wasn't even a one-liner. He set it up very well yeah. against Cody uh, about his dad. I think the reason that they're doing this is because they are hedging their fucking bets. And they need <laughs> to get people excited about this match now. Because it, it doesn't happen very often. And honestly, I didn't think it would happen again once AEW came around, but whenever WWE fans don't want what your main event of WrestleMania is, they'll fucking let you know, and they'll mm-hmm. derail the shows and a handful of times WWE creative has caved and given them what they wanted. From what I can gather, the crowds pretty split. Sorry. The WWE universe is split on what the big match is. With Roman is. Um, we're getting the Sami Zayn Roman Reigns match at uh what's the pay-per-view? Uh,
1: elimination Chamber.
0: So it's still named Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Creative Uncle Paul is back at it again.
1: Um I what else are you gonna call it? The the, the knockout gauntlet cage? <laughs> like it's the same match. Road stop
0: into the <laughs> line two. I mean, if I, can call, I mean, it was called Survivor Series when you had the Elimination Chamber. It's a gimmick match. It's not a gimmick pay-per-view. Anyway. Ugh. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So, I really think that there is a real possibility that the Montreal crowd is very loud. They're going to be very supportive, Sammy. Mm-hmm. I think it's very possible that after that match the fans are kind of like we don't want Cody versus Roman we want Sammy to win the titles and we end up getting another three-way match in a main event of Wrestlemania I can easily see Sammy getting involved they're gonna have to like really hope that their fans are as stupid as they think they are to avoid this because I mean you said it before whenever AEW fans like completely turn their backs on Cody, that was like the funniest shit ever it was. It was like the night before. Yeah. The night before Thanksgiving, he throws the belt into the crowd <laughs> up in Chicago and they fucking throw <laughs> back into the ring. That was kind of like the, Oh, wait a second. Um, WWE crowds will get like that with Cody who has no interest in going heel. Let's see if he, if he sticks to his guns. I mean, I, this this crowd you would think would get tired of his shtick but he's like the only star on the roster. We talked about it before like Brock's an attraction and Cody's the only person who can fucking carry the show. So we'll time will tell but I'm I'm interested in just kind of like leaning back and enjoying the uh, the roller coaster for now.
1: I, I think they are gonna turn on him and I yeah, I absolutely think it happens after that Montreal show. And I mean even right now they did like there was seeing Roman, I don't know what the hell he was doing, cutting a promo or something, and Sammy jumps him from behind. And like yeah. that crowd was rabid for it. Like they are all behind Sammy and yeah, they like Cody too, but I think already the sign is clear that Sammy's the guy they want to see do this at the end of the run. Which I think makes it hilarious. so fucking stupid. I think it makes it hilarious, though, that Cody's going to be the one in the way again. I mean, look at how many things in AEW where it was like, here's the more if you want Bazinga, Cody, here we go. Into the Cody-verse. Over and over and over and over. Penta's got this new badass character. Sorry, Cody-verse. Like, all these things. The first, like, flame table, Cody-verse.
0: Yep. Fuck.
1: I'm forgetting a really big one in here too.
0: Oh right, Malachi
1: Black. Yeah, they fucking murdered Malachi Black's character for like a year because of the Cody verse. It it felt like happened here too. It was like
0: fiend territory whenever you get into the fiend orbit, and then it's just like, well, now what do you do? It
1: it it almost got Malachi out of the company.
0: Yeah, Um, I'd have been pissed if I was him too. I am. (laughs) These fucking fans. That are into Sami Zayn. Like, no, yeah, it, it makes sense. Him as universal champion. I'm like, no, it doesn't. There is a private equity Saudi Arabia group looking to buy the fucking company. Sami Zayn is not going to be the world champion of a Saudi Arabia-based wrestling promotion. Like, I, you better... If he wins, they're not selling to the Saudis. Or he loses the title next night on Raw. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Um... The fact that they're like, we want Sammy, but don't stand up for the actual like human rights shit (laughs) of this whole situation is so insane to me. Where it's like, no, we want him to win the match, but he needs to, he needs to, you know, not kneel for the anthem about, about the the rights over there in Saudi Arabia. Fuck out of here. Dolts.
1: Hold that thought if Jerry Lawler doesn't recover. Jesus. we want to talk about people who've done some sketchy shit. I well wishes to the pedophile, I guess. Fuck like, come on,
0: Yes, pour one out for the king. um
1: so, Last
0: indication that I saw, everything's going better with Lawler, yeah, so yeah, I'm not going to give you too hard of a time for joking about it. No, he's, no. Yeah, he's, I already. Going have, have a full too. recovery.
1: It's, it's he's Jesus. recovering just fine, but. Um. The other part of this, so the big narrative that's been going around, like we talked about this a bit last week, the idea of is the bloodline thing with Sammy the best story WWE's ever done, the best story in wrestling history, blah, 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 blah. And, People
0: are saying the best faction of all time.
1: And all, all these sorts of things, right? So there's, there's two thoughts to this. One, I mean, no, it's not. And that's saying, like, I've actually really enjoyed it since Sammy came in. I've enjoyed it. I think it's been one of the better things they've done in the past decade that's actually got me interested but I'm not saying it's the best of all time, but here's the other problem. If you're best of all time, let's say, what are the things that come up for WWE? NWO, Degeneration X. Uh, NWO
0: wasn't even theirs.
1: I know, but it is now. Everything falls apart. <laughs> they bought Until it. It's Saudi Arabia. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Right? Um. Okay. So yeah. Uh, Those, NWO, powers, DX, whatever. it yeah. Doesn't matter. If your greatest thing of all time is that far in the past, you haven't evolved. The greatest hockey player of all time is not Wayne Gretzky and shouldn't be Wayne Gretzky because it means the game hasn't improved and the talent hasn't evolved. If your greatest quarterback of all time is John Elway, your game hasn't evolved. i not star. That was the other name I had in my head. I don't follow enough football. I was like, I was going to name drop Bart star. I was like, star. but I was like, someone's going to get really mad. Cause he probably wasn't even like the greatest of that generation. It's just a name. I know. <laughs> I was really worried about that. Um, like Michael Jordan. If that's your greatest basketball player of all time, basketball hasn't evolved. He is. All right. So the sport hasn't evolved in 30 years. Perfect.
0: Okay, well, okay, listen, I can talk basketball goats all day. The conversation's (laughs) four people. If you're going to even bring up the conversation, it is Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Bill Russell. If you say none of those four belong there, we can't fucking talk. And if you want to get into specifics, that's when we can get into specifics. You're going to really make me rant about basketball right now?
1: No, I'm Um, not. About the concept of, like, things evolving the best thing ever should be current if your things evolving properly
0: nexus could have been that if they gave it more than one month to simmer like i you're right i mean like you look at all the factions that have come up i mean uh shit heart dynasty (laughs) like again like you're talking about something that was forever ago that was never pushed i mean this isn't a faction-based promotion it's not really a group-based promotion no no like the only reason the NWO and DX were ever fucking popular was because they had their hooks into management. Like that. <laughs> seriously. Like there's.
1: It, anyway, I think one of them was popular because he had his hooks into management's daughter. But go on.
0: I don't know what Randy Savage has to do with any of this. Much. <laughs> uh,
1: I. I did say the Mega Powers earlier. You did say if Mega. Not... <laughs> but no, your well, your you point stands. Jumping we like, to Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Jesus. So any news about Chase and Rats? Are we just going this route tonight? <laughs> all right. So
0: yes, I, I agree with your point about the bloodline where it's like people are talking about it as the greatest faction of all time. Someone uh online posted it. like they actually did like spreadsheet work of the results of Roman Reigns' matches. Do you want to guess in his historic reign as champion, how many clean finishes Roman Reigns has had as champion? Oh, oh
1: I saw this graphic, so I'm going off memory of how many I think I saw six
0: it was like five I, I yeah it was like five yeah, or six i
1: saw the graphics they You're were the, highlighted really clearly and it was not many
0: you know how shitty that is but it's like <laughs> oh yeah no he's the greatest champ of all time it's like you fucking idiots you don't even know how to book wrestling matches like you, they don't know how to book anyone dominant except for brock lesnar who comes around twice a year like what
1: what are you doing <laughs> I love that time where they did the big money in the bank match. Everybody showed up. And Brock came in like at the end of the match, grabbed the thing. It was just laughing. And he wasn't was even smoking. in the match. No, he wasn't.
0: Stupid <laughs> fucking company. I. You said this was going to be your rant, but here I am. Um. Yeah, the bloodline stuff pisses me off because it's like, oh, uh, this guy isn't very oos. God, beat the shit. Out of him until he submits and becomes us enough. That's the only story they tell. Or it's someone just like, I-, I think I can beat you for that title. And they're like, You're not worthy of sitting at the table. And then they cheat to win. And then we're back to one of the uses not being us enough. And then Sami Zayn comes in. <laughs> Is he us enough? I don't know what words You're fucking seen. mean anymore. Is, is Paul Heyman us enough? Are we going to do that storyline again? We'll see. Anyway, your turn to rant if you want, but I'm fucking <laughs> over the bloodline. Like, it's so stupid. This is like Shakespeare for. I uh, almost said a word I can't use anymore. For really, really dumb people. I mean... For mouth breathers. For dolts. This is intelligent writing for booger eaters.
1: What is it? Newspapers were written for like third grade reading levels. Is that the general guideline I got taught growing up? (laughs) Yeah, basically,
0: basically WWE's audience reads at a third grade level.
1: I mean, they are marketed to kids a lot of the time, so it makes sense.
0: (laughs) And the, (laughs) the people who are mentally kids.
1: Just saying. I don't think that's gonna hold up in court for Lawler. Jesus. Oh my god. (laughs) So,
0: what did you want to say about the bloodline?
1: (laughs) I said myself, all the bloodline. My just idea is all these like goat talks, it it really should be someone modern most of the time. Like, not maybe at that exact moment, but within 10 or 20 years. Like it shouldn't be so stagnant that you can't have a greatest of all time within the past you know 15 years or so it doesn't make but sense. but it's a
0: promotion that doesn't do factions like you said like oh the, no that, that's not that like, different because they yeah, don't right. right but Vince they, McMahon like one of his kinks yeah. is to break up tag teams and mm-hmm. factions like uh, that's all he does but
1: like tag teams stories, exist right? to
0: get broken up
1: sorry but they love their stories so if it's the greatest story they've ever done
0: and they love telling the same fucking five stories over and over and over again Wrestlemania goes Hollywood. Let's go, guys. (laughs) All right. Next up. (laughs) Do you want to review Dynamite? Let's just keep going. All righty. Show starts off with Takeshita versus MJF. An amazing match. Uh, I absolutely love this. Uh, Springboard sent on Atomico into an empty pool. MJF tapped him out with the salt of the earth. <clears throat> Post match, MJF gets the diamond ring on, bloody's takeshta. Danielson makes the save. Mitch, what did you think about the match? And what do you think of a potential Takeshta Danielson
1: tag team? I don't think we need the tag team. It'd be great, of course. I don't think we need it. I much I like I mean the they don't... keep
0: having each other's backs, they man. Do. We're getting a tag match eventually.
1: Sure, but I like the I like the Tekeshta callous angles better. I hope it goes more in that direction long term. Like
0: I've said, Takeshita and Don Callis would fit in amazing mm-hmm. in United Empire. Just saying.
1: Sure would. Um, Just saying. Match was fantastic. People forget that MJF can really go. Like, he doesn't wrestle often, but he can make it count when he does. I went... I mean, I went a solid four and a half on this. I thought it was awesome.
0: I went four and a quarter. Um, I I even liked... Um, oh shoot off the top of my head I can't really remember the specific spot but Tekesto was trying to do like a leap off of the ropes from the outside mm-hmm. into the ring and he kind of like lost his footing for a second and recovered and then tried to go for it and missed and then commentary was like oh that little bit of hesitation mm-hmm. cost him big time and I'm like see yes commentary doing their jobs even like the little botches like mm-hmm. they're gonna happen but if you tell a story out of them it's great so yeah, th- this match was excellent. Um, awesome way to start off the show. Uh, MJ- MJF starting off the show in a singles match is something that I don't know. The next time we'll see.
1: No, that was that was a very rare occurrence and a big like. I don't, do we have a really big lead in tonight? Like, I don't know what, what was the lead in. I have no idea. That's what I mean. Yeah, I don't that.
0: know. <laughs> I'm on Fight International. I'm on
1: TSN. I had countdown to <laughs> UFC 284 as a lead in.
0: Uh, I'm sure it's still uh, Big Bang Theory. Which, our chat was talking about Big Bang Theory tonight, and I'm just like, enjoy what you enjoy, but like...
1: I love that show.
0: <laughs> have you ever watched Big Bang Theory without the laugh track?
1: No, but most com- oh, most comedy shows please, don't work well with the Mitch,
0: laugh track. Please, Mitch, listeners, uh, once you finish the show, look up Big Bang Theory without the laugh track, and it is absolutely insanity i mean I've you seen- realize there's they don't tell jokes on that show and that no one's funny it is wild and they talk in ways that people don't talk it is it, it's truly
1: crazy i mean truly i've met a few people who definitely talk that way <laughs> But
0: so anyway so yeah i'm not quite sure what the lead-in was i, I bet dollars to donuts it was a big bang three though um, speaking of ratings and big lead ins I am desperate to see the quarter hours because in the next segment mm-hmm. we got Jamie hater versus the bunny. And the majority of the time women's matches get second to last. It's kind of the, the bathroom break spot kind of, all right, now get ready for the main event spot. Um, this was a huge spotlight, uh, mm-hmm. for the viewers that stuck around through that first match and uh unfortunately i don't think uh bunny delivered on her end but i'll uh, i'll let you talk about the match and and the situation with the uh the card
1: yeah so the match itself um the ending was rushed for sure you can i'm sure you can see it if you roll it back i, I haven't but they were doing a couple suplex spots and bunny kind of botched and didn't didn't go up for it and i think she like smacked her head pretty good on the ground i don't know if it was her nose or just like rung her bell or what
0: well she basically like reversed out of a suplex and ended up pulling mm-hmm. hater down on top of her face she probably destroyed her nose wasn't it, that the injury she was out with
1: I, yeah i was assuming it was it was just weird that it wasn't bleeding because a lot of those times when you crack them again they, they tend to gush pretty good and there was nothing and bunny likes blood to begin with so she's really good at good at having blood come out of her but yeah she was grabbing her face and you could tell pretty quick and she you could even see her mouth to to hater like go home or finish me basically or i'm hurt and hater immediately hits the ripcord and uh and gets the pin on it so a bit of a a lackluster ending i actually didn't mind most of the match it wasn't going to be on the level that the other ones have been lately definitely a worse one for hater but at the same time like you still had one half of the match with Jamie hater so I think it'll still hold up well enough in the ratings, which is the really important part here.
0: I'm I'm predicting that the ratings fall off. Um they normally do for women's matches. The the thing I'm interested to see is how much it falls off. Um all that said though, it's awesome to me that haters still champ uh we really expected something along the lines of like the bunny wins so she can have a title match type thing Uh, um yeah it's just uh kind of is what it is um i i don't want people to think i'm just like dogging on her when i say this but like sometimes being like a dark talent isn't a bad thing and i think that's just where bunny lives like she's she's an enhancement talent she's she works the pre-show she works the post-show like I, in good conscience, like, what has she shown you where you're like, yes, I need to give that this woman a spotlight match on TV besides beating Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns in the ratings? Uh, I can't think of anything she's done where you're like, we got to put the bunny in the ring.
1: So help me God if she beats them again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they get a point eight. <laughs> yeah,
1: just for the bunny
0: but I mean, is is that too harsh? Like, do you agree with me? Am I out to lunch here? Like,
1: I mean, I I don't think she's someone that your your division's built around by any extent. I I still take her over an Anna J, or probably even a Red Velvet, definitely over an Anna J, but it's. Yeah, she's never gonna be in a prominent spot, but if you have her in that kind of manager role with Butcher and Blade where she's primarily yeah. a valet, that's that's not a bad a bad thing at all. And she does good with, with that role. You get a And couple. she does good
0: on the YouTube shows. Yeah. Like she's fine. Um next up we have one of the most bonkers promos I've ever heard <laughs> cut by MJF. Um I'm just gonna say this if the higher ups at Warner Discovery are cool with this push how much you can get away with like this was truly unhinged shit mjf saying like you know no Mm -hmm. you got to know what you're capable of doing and then shares a story of how he went to prom and he uh or sorry he was one traffic stop away from getting his license revoked cut to he's at prom uh his prom dates going down on him while he's driving 90 miles an hour uh they slip out of control hit a telephone pole and as he comes to he hears sirens and uh this poor girl who hit her head on the windshield he switches spots in the car with her because he doesn't want his license taken away while i'm like fucking reeling hearing this my wife is like her jaws on the floor like what are we talking about and i'm just like how is he going to land this plane and he's just like that's the kind of man I am. I'm willing to do anything. Brian Danielson, what are you capable of t- <laughs> Truly amazing promo. And he stuck the landing. And uh, I thought we were heading in like a weird self-snitch Katie Vick situation. But uh, we didn't. Nope. But uh, yeah, M- MJF continues to dazzle. Uh, him getting multiple segments on the show every week has, has paid off it's truly entertaining um what did you think of the promo it
1: was psych- it was some cruel intention shit i loved it like <laughs> that was the vibe i got that like rich fuck from, <laughs> that, that rich fuck like snoring cocaine uh, screwing his psychologist daughter like yeah that, that was delightful i now, I wasn't sure where the story was going and that ending popped me hard. Like I lost so it. So good. <laughs> oh my God. So good. Insane. I can't believe they greenlit that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would love to be a fly on the wall for <laughs> that meeting. Like just stuff like that where it's like MJ, like, I guarantee you, whoever signs off on his segments, they're like looking forward to it every week and they're yeah. like, all right, what do you got for me this week? I'm sure, Tony Khan gets a kick out of that. Um let's see. Mitch, I got a question for you. Did Ricky Stark survive the gauntlet and get to face Jericho tonight?
1: That's a negative boss.
0: Are you okay with this match and the result and how it laid out? Ricky Starks versus the Jericho Appreciation Society gauntlet. I set the floor. Run with it.
1: Honestly, this whole thing kind of sucked for me. What? I didn't like it. I really didn't.
0: (laughs) Okay, walk me through what you didn't like and I'll tell you how you're wrong.
1: (laughs) I mean... We get 2.0 jobbing out in two minutes flat, whatever, whatever. No surprise, not very entertaining, just was to get there. I didn't mind the way Garcia and uh, Guevara came out, that I liked. Garcia and Guevara start to have a pretty good match as, or sorry, Garcia and Stark start to have a pretty good match as I expected them to. And then Jericho does a little juice effect from the apron, and everybody plays dumb, and Garcia gets the win, and like,
0: from that's the crowd, f- sir.
1: That's fine and all, but this didn't do it for me.
0: All right, so here's where I'm at. We're telling multiple you gotta face this guy to face me storylines. It just is what it is. It's, it's, It's an old Southern style cliche. Like I said last week, I'm into it as long as the matches are good. I like this match because all right, let's just start with uh Parker and Menard. Their theme is a banger. As much as people <laughs> love FTR 2.0 or whatever they're called now, these are my dudes. They're so good. Um, they came out, did their, their you know, their comedy shtick, and uh yeah, I mean I'm as over Sammy Kavara as the next guy. Like I'm I'm not a big fan of his. I'm I'm looking forward to the eventual blow-up and match between Sammy and daniel garcia i think that match is going to be awesome and way better and hopefully the start of something great for sammy uh i was a little bummed we didn't get ricky versus sammy that felt like uh it, that would have been the call here it's just it's ricky starks in front of a texas crowd the crowd was into it and mm-hmm. i think that helped it a lot for me um i i i I'm, I'm still not the biggest fan of the Daniel Garcia sports entertainer thing. It's just not what he's suited for. It's obviously like a pit stop before something great. He's just buying his time. That part's just not for me, but uh, it, it was an interesting enough little match. The thing that, that made me laugh was if you start to like actually think about this, what if Jericho like actually had to compete and like, you know garcia had lost his music plays and he just has to like take off the lucha mask in the front <laughs> row and take off the t-shirt and just walk into the ring and everyone's like super confused like what the <laughs> fuck is going on
1: see i would have loved that like, i would <laughs> just look like, shit. oh shit <laughs> yep I would or, love that swerve. Or
0: he like he hits him with the elbow, but you know, Stark still finds a way to like Ooh. roll him up or whatever, and then Jericho menacingly takes off the mask and like the finish I wanted yeah. was he Ricky Starks wins and then the four of them beat the shit out of Ricky Starks and uh, leave him laying in the ring. Judas hits, Jericho struts down, doesn't even have to hit a move and covers him and gets the win. I it's just I would have loved that so much more. But that's not the story we're telling. We're gonna have to wait for I mean revolution's like a month away. We still have another like three weeks of build for Starks Jericho, so um I can get why it's not your cup of tea. I didn't mind it. Uh, I it keeps Ricky Starks doing busy or it keeps him busy. And it also like, you know, the crowd next week's crowd will hear how he was he got over it with this crowd. That, that shit will just carry forward. That carries on. Um, What do we got? Oh, weird backstage segments. All right. Billy Gunn bows out of being ringside for the acclaimed championship match in the main event. That was Nothing awkward. I really want to touch on here. Yeah, it just didn't... I mean, it explained why he didn't come out. Yeah, it
1: felt like it was just filler because Buddy got hurt.
0: <laughs> and then uh, Danielson is being interviewed backstage, and he gets sealed in. Uh. The room gets barricaded or something, and then Roosh's music hits, MJF's music hits, and he gets Aubrey to start a 10 count, and he's gonna get out of his revolution match with Danielson on a technicality. Uh Danielson gets out. Him and Takeshra run through Jose the assistant and uh press Tin Vance and uh we get our match. I really enjoyed it. I think this is the best that Roosh has ever looked. Um, what did you think of the match?
1: Love the match. Um, I actually didn't mind the whole sealed in thing specifically because Danielson had to shoulder block the door down on his already hurt shoulder to get out, just continuing the the long game of MJF and warming him up for a million salt of the earths during the Iron Man match. So I enjoyed that.
0: Which kids? That's not the proper way to break down a door. If you are going to break down a door, you kick where the mm-hmm. handle is just, just so you know so if you want to get a little b and e or
1: yeah now we're going to go about that. it Fuck don't sins.
0: do <laughs> don't don't pull a danielson pull uh, again that this is mitch speaking and this is how you <laughs> commit crimes um, so jake tell me what what else did you like about this match
1: so weird that you're talking to yourself in third person there. What did you think of the match? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I fucking love this. Roosh looked awesome. It was it was bloody. It was it was gritty. We actually made it through without really doing the cable spot the way. So that was Yeah. I, mean, I don't mind it. It was just nice to see a match without it. Um I enjoyed having MJF on commentary for this one too. it it, it helped it a bit too, but yeah, I, I thought Roosh looked fantastic. I definitely saw a few spots where I can understand why people say Roosh doesn't sell and blah, blah, blah. And they're they're not wrong, but there were a few moments in this match where I was like, you just, that just might not be his strength. I don't think he's trying to like, sand, like he wasn't trying to sandbag Danielson and no sell him. It's just not his, his strongest suit all the time. But I really enjoyed the match. I liked the, the finishes to it. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, I just I honestly People don't get like why I'm so like iffy on Roosh. Um this guy has a history, a very well documented history of holding titles and promotions ransom. Uh he's he's definitely one of those like, sorry brother, that's not gonna work for me. Mm -hmm. Roosh ain't losing. Um So the fact that he's played ball uh, with Tony Khan is, is incredibly surprising to me. And uh, I honestly, I think this is the best he's ever looked in his career. Uh, I always thought that he was like, kind of like a prospect. I'm like, yeah, he could be good. Uh, I could see him being uh, awesome in an MLW or an NWA, uh, even ring of honor. But then again, Roosh going to Roosh and the ring of honor stuff came to a weird clunky end um yeah i love the match uh this one i I went pretty high on um yeah it's it's just gonna suck whenever we don't get weekly danielson Mm. matches anymore (laughs) like it's like man like someone else someone else is gonna have to get that shine and i just i hope i hope it's as entertaining as weekly danielson matches but um
1: I think I mean, this is Danielson's last like full-time full-time year too. Like he's signed on for longer but not as not as full-time touring. What
0: was it? He signed a 3-year deal? Something and, like that. Yeah, know. year 1 ends around all out. So, he's got I think 2 years left and he said he wants to retire. Now again, this is pro wrestling. Yep. Um, you know, that doesn't mean shit. Uh, but yeah. This this could be like like you said, the last major run, mm-hmm. and uh it's gonna bum me out whenever I don't get weekly some matches, but here we are. Uh it's okay because weekly wordlow matches are gonna be just as fun, I guess. Um sorry, I, I didn't mean to leak the script for double or nothing. Um what have we got next? Ah Chris Jericho versus the impractical jokers, brand synergy, baby. <laughs> Moving on, AR Fox in uh, top flight.
1: Can I just say I've never seen a full episode of *Impractical Jokers* like ever.
0: Uh, and I got to tell you this, uh, I am. They would pop up on my TikTok feed every once in a while, as uh, I, I I'm I'm sure other couples do this. Um, most nights, not most nights, maybe like one out of every three nights. Uh, the, our night will end by like us putting a feed of our tiktok up on the apple tv so we can watch <laughs> it on the tv together and we would kind of just like go through and like laugh and it's like just unwind that way every so often impractical jokers would come up and i would just immediately skip then i found out we're having a baby and mitch my viewing of impractical jokers has gone up i am officially have dad humor and find them funny it's something biological. I can't explain it. I, I can just attest to the fact that uh, I don't know what has come over me, but uh, I, I do enjoy the impractical jokers now. Whenever it pops up, so I'm into this brand synergy. So let's talk about the trios match. What'd you think? <laughs>
1: Uh, I I went a full five stars on this. What? This was fucking insanely entertaining.
0: Wow. I I went four.
1: (laughs) Fucking love.
0: I obviously hated it. So yeah, walk walk me through why this was a five star match (laughs) for you. Five. This was perfect. This was like five isn't the ceiling. We broke that scale years ago. Oh fuck off. No, (laughs) five is our ceiling. Whose rules are we playing by, Mitch? Our own.
1: Yeah, so why do I stick to five? It's my own fucking scale. Okay, what's your scale? (laughs) It doesn't have an ending. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Okay, so you really loved the match, and I obviously hated it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with you, but... (laughs) I mean, you like the gauntlet match, you hated this, like... Obviously, I hated it you're going to be telling me Anna Jay's the next big thing in the next segment. So I don't really know how to take you seriously anymore, but uh, no, honestly, <laughs> I,
0: I just say that. Cause she has the Brock Lesnar traps. That's that's all.
1: I think Jamie haters out, uh, out flexing her in every angle. <laughs> she definitely I mean, is. Did you see that yeah. Twitter
0: picture where she's oh, like, man. I'm hunting rabbits. And I mean, she's like,
1: "Out." <laughs> I, I took a picture with Jamie hater. And like, I, I'm not the biggest or in the best shape I've ever been in. Like I I'm 34 now, it's never gonna be quite like when I was twenty-five. But I'm certainly not the smallest guy around. I've got some muscle on me. Jamie hater is the real fucking deal. <laughs> that girl is jacked as shit. Holy hell did she out angle me. <laughs> Super impressed. But yeah, um, AR Fox showed out big in this, bet. the thing that got this above the edge for me was the closing sequence with all the false finishes and how many times you really thought top play and AR Fox were actually going to do it. They hit the nose dive and then AR Fox hits the splash off the top and there's nobody around. Like those were the moments that brought it to the next level for me. It was that closing stretch and how many times I bought into the finishes, even though there was no way the elite weren't winning. I bought into it over and over and over. So that's, that's where the difference. In that's the perception went.
0: I think that's where the difference absolutely where the difference is yeah. because n- not for one second, did I buy yeah. that um, AR, you know, that Fox flight yeah. was going to win the match. Yeah. Um. The only thing I, I could think of, I'm just like, man, I few people have as much top flight stock as I do. Like pretty early on, I was just like, guys, these dudes are the real deal get in on the ground floor um it still feels like it's too early for them um oh it is yeah
1: it was the right call for them not to win
0: i think ultimately they are an roh tag team for the foreseeable future there's nothing wrong with building that division around them um there's just this thing where dante is half a step too fast and darius is like half a step too slow and the more time that they get like spotlight or spotlight spotlighted, the more time that they get on TV, the more that becomes apparent to me. And I think, I think I'm judging them harder than most because I'm just like, it, it, it just doesn't feel right. That said, uh, watching this match, they, I thought both guys did great. Uh, and then, like you said, our Fox showed out, like, I am so happy that this dude is on national television. He, he's earned it more than the majority of people on the indies. Like
1: mm-hmm. this is
0: long, long overdue.
1: That that also added to how the match hit for me. Yeah. For sure. that, that definitely played a role.
0: And while watching this, I was just like, do you know what would be better than AR Fox and top flight versus the elite AR Fox, ACH and rich Swan versus the elite. <laughs> like I look at the trios in AEW I mean, the obvious one to go up against the elite is Death Triangle. Or not Death Triangle. I would take another Death Triangle match. If they, like if they came out and they were like, we're going to have an eighth match at Revolution, I'd be like, great, another best of seven. Let's fucking go. Let's tell a different story. Um, it's uh, House of Black. Mm-hmm. House of Black is obviously, you know, the, the big trio that the elite haven't bumped into yet. But then you look past that and it's like, who else you got? like Best Friends. Best friends again. Yeah. There's some combination of like Rouge, Press Tin Vance, and someone else.
1: Gee, I um, wonder if they had a trio planned there and something went wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: but but you you see what I'm saying. Yeah. Like no, uh, most there, of there's...
1: The trios are thrown together a little bit. Like
0: right you need like outside so like if the if the trios titles like i i don't think we're getting house of black versus elite with like it, it three weeks build. Like we can
1: get there quick enough
0: no which makes me wonder like who who do you think they're facing at the pay-per-view
1: i legitimately don't have an answer for it right now and it's weird because this has to be a pretty condensed card with the one hour iron man match like I don't know what the answer. Is. I mean,
0: I, the more I thought about it, I don't think so. I because you look at like how much time, like matches get. I'll pull up cage match while we talk about the next point, so I can you know yeah. kinda dunk on you here. Um, I, I think you just cut one other match from the show and you're okay.
1: I mean, I think you cut two, but either way, there's so much talent that's hard to get on the card to begin with. What I mean is more like, you don't have that extra match or two. The trio has to be a big deal trio. And we sure. don't have very many. So I legitimately don't know who else it could be. You can't uh, rerun this match. Like, there was a clean finish. You don't rerun that.
0: Friend of the show says uh, Motor City Machine Guns and Kushida.
1: I mean, I wouldn't mind could. something like that. We did already do Motor Machine, City Machine Guns and AEW once. I don't know if they're coming back that soon.
0: I mean,. I'm, I'm not against it. Um, uh, bah, bah, bah. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up full gear, but uh, cage matches being a wiener. Okay, so let's just look at match times. Um, end of the show MJF Mox got 23, Acclaimed got 19, Hater Storm got 15. Let's see. Darby and Sting versus Lethal and Jericho got eleven. Joe Wardlow Hobbs was nine. Soraya Baker was thirteen. The ROH four way was twenty-one. The Jade match was eight. The trios was eighteen, and Luchasaurus was eighteen. So yeah, you're right. It would fuck me. I thought that there would there would be like normally several matches that went half an hour, but Yeah, I mean, you're looking at taking three matches off the show. Um, Unless their pre-show is just going to be packed.
1: I mean, I think their pre-show will be packed.
0: Or how about we do this, guys? Um, There's nothing wrong with, like, eight-minute matches. Like, ten-minute matches. Like We we can get a lot in in that time, especially whenever you do the Lucha style. And you're not doing the two or three falls.
1: I found the pay-per-view match. Sadly, okay. there, there's a slim chance I could be right, even with no build, because it's one you do with no build. I don't want to be right. <laughs> Jay Lethal, satnam Singh, and Double J. Ooh, <laughs> I might. Actually tell you be what. Right,
0: I would be really into that if we finally get the the lethal, lethal injection, injection <laughs> from satnam Singh. Um. Yeah, no, I would be really be into that, but uh, I I think there's some politics stuff between the Bucks and Jarrett that's that might not have been settled. Uh, I I don't know what that looks like. Uh, but yeah, let, my point stands. The majority of like the trios, it, it's kind of just like it's going to be hodgepodge together. Yeah. I, I mean, um, I I would think that proud and powerful. And Eddie Kingston would be great, but Santana's nowhere to be seen.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't even think um, they're friends anymore anyways.
0: Yeah. Uh We can't really do Blackpool Combat Club because, you know, Mox and Danielson are mm-hmm. in something else and there's not a fifth member.
1: There's no way to get swerving as goons there this quick. especially when I mean, you
0: could, but...
1: The one hasn't even had a match yet. That, that can't be your first match.
0: Talking about Budge? Parker there we Boudreau, go. Budge, Fuck there and Swerve.
1: Adam Cole and the Kingdom.
0: No. Adam yeah. Cole's first match isn't going to be against the Bucks.
1: I don't know who his first match is going to be against. Like, I really don't.
0: That's also an excellent point. They, they, uh, they didn't really bring up Cole on tonight's show. No, oh,
1: we... Scorpio Sky. Let's do SCU
0: versus the Elite. Let's go.
1: Yeah, Kazarian left, though.
0: And I don't think they're allowed to do SCU anymore. No. Fuck. Uh, Team Taz, you got Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, and pa- oh. oh, wait. I can't do that
1: one. Well, there's um, 3,000 members of the Trustbusters so we can do that. <laughs> or we can do the Spanish Announce Project, one of the few actual trios thrown together. Luther, Serpentico, and Henrico. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Oh, let's do the Malcontents. We'll do Dax, Miro, and Andrade. There we go book it um I, i'm kind of done fantasy booking the trios titles no. my point is with, i have with my three actual weeks,
1: prediction but
0: with three weeks to go wait who's your actual pick
1: butcher and blade and kip sabian they're getting a trios match on friday on rampage i think they're gonna rack up a couple wins for it
0: that would be a good one because they're trying and to I, build
1: they're trying to build kip to take this all atlantic title off cassidy they made a first step with that loss if he actually puts on a good trios match with the bucks and the elite people will buy into it That's my actual prediction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have no feel on the Atlantic or on the Trios titles. I just know that it would be a huge mistake if we. I mean, maybe they do an open challenge and that's House of Black answers at the paper. That would work
1: too. That would work too.
0: Regardless, we need to move on. Um, Stokely Hathaway talks shit and finds out. Hook messes up his arm, mm. and uh, okay, Hook
1: afraid of gang science,
0: <laughs> Hook is going to continue to feud with the mm. firm while Jungle Boy does something else. I guess I'm guessing that they're going to go back together and be the reluctant tag team. Um, yeah, I'm really interested to see where this goes. Hook versus Big Bill for the FTR title or FTR <laughs> FTW title.
1: They, what, the they, F they the FTR title. title
0: the FTR title is uh it's in my fantasy fed. It's a, it's a black and pink belt and it's uh it's about how much you can be a total dick in the ring. Um speaking That's of shitty podcasts.
1: You got it backwards.
0: Like <laughs> I was saying, speaking of shitty podcasts, let's uh let's wrap ours up with talking about the uh main event. Um Talk There's me this- off the ledge here. This was the worst
1: match on the show, right? Like, it was.
0: The Ask boys uh, win the titles. Gun Club, by nefarious means, beat the acclaim for the titles. And it was a dud, dude. This
1: fucking sucked.
0: This match was brutal. I hated it. At a certain point, I was like, oh, the, the tall gun isn't really ready yet, is he? And then Austin Gun didn't really make up for it. And I was just like, uh, where are we going here? They, uh, it looked like Billy Gunn was going to, you know, mm-hmm. betray the acclaimed instead. He stood up to his boys and got knocked out. And, uh, th- the ref, who was the ref that ate the elbow? And Stephon like, Smith. Stefan Smith took the bump of the match. Dude, uh, He like, was the highlight of the match. Yeah. I
1: sold that shit like a motherfucker. Was, uh, I've been telling everybody Stefan Smith, one of the best refs in the business.
0: I'm am a Paul Turner guy, but you're that, not I'm wrong. a Paul
1: Turner guy too. That's my number you're one. Not like that's why <laughs> Stefan isn't the best. It's Paul Turner. Like I don't know.
0: After eating that Chris Heroesque elbow
1: and then amazing. flying
0: into the stands, he went up into the cheap seats. After that bump, um, yeah i I had a feeling the guns were gonna win.
1: Hundred percent. That was I expected it.
0: And we set up you know, some sort of plunder rematch mm-hmm. for revolution after <laughs> they cut to someone in the front row who like looked mm-hmm. into the camera and did like the the grimacing emoji like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. it, it dude it was like a wet fart in church dude
1: okay like, so how do you fix it I don't know because they like, were always transitional champs. That that's never no. They, they will be
0: transitional yeah. champs. It, it's just it's a matter of who. Whether it's the acclaim to mm-hmm. get them back or the obvious call would be FTR resigns mm-hmm. and wins the AEW titles that because really
1: for two months
0: because really we talked about how dire the trio scene was. Mitch, we're AEW apologists. Their tag division's not much better, my guy. Like, it,
1: it's gone downhill big time.
0: Lucha Bros?
1: They could save it? Uh Honestly, fuck it. Reynolds and Silver.
0: I thought you going to say, fuck it. Miro Andrade.
1: <laughs> Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett.
0: I mean, I think that Jarrett... And Jay Lethal should have won the titles. That would have been they a
1: traditional one.
0: I think they should have done this angle yeah. with them. I think it would have worked a lot better. You know. It's just... I look at the guns and I'm just like, they're not Major League ready yet. They're just not. Like, I, mean, I guess this was the show where like some people really couldn't swim. And uh, <laughs> post-match, you know, uh, they look like... Uh, They didn't really know what to do. They weren't celebrating. They were kind of just like, I guess we won.
1: I really wouldn't complain if the best friends took it off them. I'd be down for that. They need a big win. There's plenty of options that can take it, but.
0: Hook and Jungle Boy.
1: Eh, I'm sick of the two random pairs getting titles. We did that with Hangman and Kenny. Well, sorry, I'm just trying to I've... talk
0: myself off the bridge here with the ass boys being tag team champions if the Acclaimed isn't going to get it done.
1: Maybe you just run it back in a dumpster match on Dynamite next week before Revolution and then Acclaimed lose it to somebody else as a heel team at the pay-per-view. I don't know. I mean, maybe Top Flight,
0: but they're not ready. Like I said, like this, this has to just be... For, you know,
1: I mean, a rubber
0: match between the two teams. You could teams. do
1: top play because at least you're going to get some entertaining matches. Even if no, because
0: like... they're tapped for ROH. Like, uh, uh... private party. Where are you? Let's hurt. see which. What, you... what? Who's hurt?
1: When the one that looks like Robbie from the dinosaurs. Jeez. That's why they've been running this shitty Matt Hardy angle. Well, actually, it's been pretty entertaining on the Ethan Page side of things.
0: I've been yeah, skipping but... it to be honest, Ethan besides page the Ethan Page pre-show stuff.
1: He's been fucking hilarious, but, like, that's why they're running that so long. Quinn's hurt.
0: I just kind of feel like an asshole here, because again, I was one of the few people who were like, guys, mm-hmm. don't hate the gun club. You're supposed to hate them. They're, they're, you're, you'll They're Eventually, you'll be on board. You'll hate them for being the team that they are. Like, just go along with the ride and here I am like it was a mistake (laughs) no we shouldn't have done this we should never have gotten okay with the
1: bandwagon it it was in this moment he knew he fucked up
0: it was it was that moment where I kind of had to like I'm at the front of the bandwagon and I have to turn around and be like guys I'm sorry I'm out of (laughs) here I I crashed (laughs) like I I'm sorry I mean like I was hardly the conductor but I'm like I did tell people I'm like, calm down. Like they're Mm -hmm. they're just they're a developing tag team. They're they're nothing to take seriously. Like this is an NXT 2.0 tag team, and they have the AEW titles. So, um, we'll see because this is not like you know Keith Lee and Swerve where you can lose the titles Mm -hmm. and then maybe win them back. This is like they to have to win them back, and if they claim don't win them back, like. I think I think it ruins what the acclaimed have. I really do. Um and then I think you're really playing with fire as far as like can you recapture the magic with the acclaimed? Um
1: I think the time was running out on their reign to begin with. Like I think they needed to drop them around now. I think people are just about to get like we're ready for something new for a while. They're, they're still like, one of the top merch
0: sellers though, bit. dude. And I get it, they're heavy. they're really heavy on shtick. And this is what happens when you have two stick-heavy teams in the main event of your show. It it was a dud, um, and I think you know these are two tag teams that will be better in five years. They just will. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just trying not to be too harsh, but this match fucking sucked. <laughs> like I hated it. Yeah. So, uh, any other thoughts before we scoop?
1: Um, I mean, it definitely didn't ruin the episode for me. I'll say it the no, no, the no, Episode was so goddamn good. It's not like I finished it, and this was like Dark Order Christmas beatdown. We were like, oh my god, or Nightmare Collective shit. This just it sucked. But the rest of the episode was fucking amazing. I loved it. Um,
0: uh, let's look at what we've got for Rampage. We will hear from ROH World Tag Team Champion Mark Briscoe. Very interested, interested to see what. Super that's excited
1: do. for that. Especially since we know tapings are coming up in like two and a half weeks.
0: Yep. Literally, um so. Jungle Boy Faces Spoilers Ryan Nemeth uh in a SoCal Battle of the Golden Locks. Man,
1: Ryan Nemeth's BTE shit has been fucking hilarious. Lately. Where he gets
0: like so I jumped back in and watched yeah. the this last one where Hangman was yeah. like putting the song to bed and yeah. Nemeth is getting, like,
1: dressed yes! down by, by his, his girlfriend. girlfriend on the phone. He's it's like, been that way for, like, a, a month loser. and a half, and it's so goddamn funny. It's
0: better than the milk stuff.
1: It is so much better than the milk stuff. But, like, it's it's actually good. I'm laughing my ass off. He's so good at playing that, like, just emasculated guy being like, "Could we not do, like, why are you doing this right now? You're ruining my face. It's so goddamn funny. But anyways, yeah, Jungle Boy.
0: Um then we got be soho versus marina shafir
1: i might be the Uh, one person in the world excited for this uh, i am i'm looking forward to it i i'm not going to try and steer anybody on a gun club bandwagon because we've seen how that works out mister but yeah we're
0: over here mad max style i'm on the bandwagon for the guns (laughs) like what have i done you're over there literally fucking driving the marina shafir bandwagon off a cliff like I have no regrets.
1: I do have no regrets. I like Marina Shafir unironically. I've said it and I'm owning it. <laughs> you and
0: Roger Strong both. Um Jericho Appreciation Society. Do
1: what? Lucky man. <laughs> <Duet>? Lucky man. <laughs> um Anyway,
0: Jericho does stuff with Impractical Jokers in a segment that's written for dads like me. Um, and we get John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, and Claudio Castagnoli versus Kip Sabian, Butcher, and Blade. Um, I already know the result for the match, so I'm not going to spoil it
1: i'm sure i'll end up looking it up later too but let's not spoil it live on the podcast for everybody else so right <laughs> um
0: well i was just looking up like what was the card and then all of yeah. a sudden i I'm looking yeah that's at like it. half
1: the time you look it up you get the results when you try to find it and i was like I, oh
0: cool the, the show is being taped right now and yeah I know that's i've, what I've, I've stopped
1: i've stopped trying to avoid the spoilers i just look them up most weeks at this well most of the time i can like it, i know they're gonna chill. i'm gonna find them somewhere but... um
0: but yeah the mark briscoe stuff is really cool i'm assuming we're gonna get something along the lines of like what we're doing for ring of honor yeah. uh what is it what's the what's the super card of honor yeah is that the gimmick
1: i i think that's the next one yep yeah this so, be. so that was the first one when they they came back right
0: yep yeah so we got to, a lot to look forward to hmm. um i don't think i have anything else
1: oh cool i mean i'm not really following new japan right now but this is a match i may be interested Battle of the Valley. They're doing Zack Sabre Jr. and Clark Connors. That could be fun.
0: Um, Yes. So that does... For those who haven't seen it, go out of your way. Like right now, we're about to end the show. (laughs) You've already listened. You've already downloaded. We've we've already got your metrics. Don't worry about it. You can stop listening right now. Go watch... Well, not right uh, now.
1: You haven't fucking told them what to watch yet. Keep listening. (laughs) Well, after I tell... Then stop. I'm just...
0: You're, you're right you're right i'm dumb. um watch ishii versus Zack saber jr for the tv title because that match is so good so good it's like a 15 minute match and the whole mm-hmm. thing rips uh so with that suggestion i don't have anything else for you i'm jake i'm mitch and we'll see you next time on the bingo hall boys podcast